What's up, Lift Church? Thanks so much for joining us. So thankful to be with you this morning. We are in the midst of a defining moment in the history of the world. We're, we're in a defining moment for each one of us and even our families. We've, we've never experienced anything like this. Restaurants being closed, schools being closed. Uh, I mean, no milk or toilet paper in the grocery stores. But seriously, I mean, governors shutting down services except for groceries, gas stations, and medical services, everyone working remotely. We just never experienced anything like this. And, and it's, it's some of the hardest parts, honestly, is the suffering in isolation. Uh, I, I, have, I have friends who have seen uh, people and family members pass away, and, and there's this isolation in the midst of, of grief. In fact, one of my friends daughters even last night as we were sitting at the dinner table together he i mean he, he asked me is the world coming to an end i mean i mean this is what we're talking about this is the 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 drastic this is the crisis that we're in the midst of and there's not a more important time for us to seek the lord there's not a more important time for us as a church to come together to rally around to be praying uh, for our neighbors, to be praying for our co-workers, to be praying for family members, and honestly, just for all, for all of us to all out just seek the Lord. So this morning, we want to dive right into the Word. So turn in your Bibles to John chapter 18, verse 28. As you turn there, let me just quickly introduce myself. My name is Ron Smith. I'm the executive director of High Point Send Network. Uh, we love Lift Church. Uh, we've been part of this church from the very beginning. In fact, High Point Church uh, planted uh, Lift Church. And so it really is just great to be with you uh, this morning. And once again, let's get into the Word. Thanks for letting me be part of this journey as we continue the series, Journey to the Cross. The title of the message this morning is Know the King. Know the King. We are in the last 24 hours before Jesus would be crucified. We started as a church in John 18 when Jesus was with his disciples in the garden. The soldiers and the, and the captain of the guard and the officers of the Jews came with lanterns and torches and weapons in hand, the word of God says. And, and you'll remember, Peter took out his sword and cut off the ear of one of the soldiers, but, but Jesus heals him. The soldiers arrest Jesus. They, they bind him. They bring him to Caiaphas. Last week when I was with you guys, we, Pastor Steve talked about this. Pastor Steve continued the journey to the cross when, when Jesus was brought before Caiaphas, one of the, the, the high priests for that year. And, and as Jesus is being questioned by Caiaphas, Peter is being questioned by others. And, and you'll remember the interaction between Peter denying Jesus not only once, not only twice, but the third time time and then the rooster crows in, in in Luke chapter 22 verse 61 in that moment this is what Luke 22 61 says and the Lord so Jesus turned and looked at Peter and Peter remembered the saying of the Lord how he had said to him before the rooster crows today you will deny me three times and he went out and wept barely this brings us to where we're at this morning. So John 18, verse 28. Let's read this together. It says, Then 
they led Jesus from the house of Caiaphas to the governor's headquarters. It was early morning. They themselves did not enter the governor's headquarters so that they would not be defiled, but could eat the Passover. So Pilate went outside to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? And they answered him, If this man were not doing evil, we would not have delivered him uh, over to you. So, So Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. But the Jews said to him, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death. This was to fulfill the word that Jesus had spoken to show by what kind of death he was going to die. So just just picture this. The the Jewish soldiers, the the high priests, the Jewish religious leaders are taking Jesus before Pilate, the the governor of the day. But like, look, look at the text. They bring Jesus into the governor's headquarters, yet they stay outside of the headquarters. Why? Because of the Passover. This, this incredible moment in the time of the nation of Israel where they were to remember, where they were to remember God's deliverance over death, where they put blood on, on, on the doorposts and the door frames of their homes. And, and if they had the blood of the door, blood of the lamb over the door frames, then the angel of death would pass over. So here they are in, the, in this midst of this moment, remembering the Passover. They're unwilling to go into the headquarters of the governors, and yet they're ready to kill Jesus, and they want Jesus crucified. And so Pilate walks outside of the headquarters. Pilate goes in front of the Jewish leaders and, and honestly wants nothing to do with Jesus. He, he, he wants to push it back to the Jewish leaders. It's, it's a situation that seriously just seems out of control. If you and I were, were looking in, if you and I were, were a part of this, we, we'd be thinking to ourselves, this is, this is out of control. But look at what verse 32 says. Verse 32 says, this was to fulfill the word that Jesus had spoken to show by what kind of death he was going to die. In a situation that seems out of control, Jesus is in complete control. Jesus knew, Jesus prophesied, Jesus knew this moment was going to happen. And in fact, we can just do a little Bible study here. If you, if you turn in your Bibles to John chapter 12, verse 31, we, we see what Jesus had spoken. We see that Jesus says this in John chapter 12, verse 31. They says, now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show by what kind of death he was going to die. I mean, Jesus talked about this. He was in complete control. If, if you turn into another Bible, turn to Matthew chapter 20, starting at verse 17. I just love seeing how, how in the midst of a crisis, Jesus is still in control. Matthew chapter 20 verse 17 to 19, Jesus is talking about his death. It says this, And as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside, and on the way he said to them, See, we we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death, 
and deliver him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. And he will be raised on the third day. I mean, Jesus knew this. In a situation that seems out of control, Jesus is in complete control. And as we face the challenges of our day that's, that seems so out of control, Jesus is in control. He has us. He's with us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. The fear of the coronavirus is, is everywhere. I'm, I'm sure, like, like myself, you, you kind of go in and out of fear. Like some moments you're, you're going, oh my word, what did my hands just touch? Right? And, and, and then other days you're in complete peace and you're complete strength. But there's these moments of fear. I was talking to one of my daughter's friends just the other day and, and, and she was just sharing with us how her mom is in between jobs. And all of a sudden companies have shut down. What's going to happen? I mean, how, how are they going to pay for their mortgage? It, it seems out of control. And yet in the midst of a situation that seems out of control, we have to remember and hold on to that Jesus is in control. Listen, on the journey to the cross, we have to know the King. On the journey of life, we have to know the King. We have to trust that He is in control because the King is in control. Psalm 46, verse 1. Let's just turn there uh, together. It's just, this is one of my favorite verses to read, um, especially in times of crisis. Psalm 46, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give away, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters uh, roar and, and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. Verse 10 of Psalm 46. So be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. On the journey, know the King. Get to know the king. Know that he is in control. Let's get back into our text. Back to John chapter 18. Let's continue on. Let me just read verses 33 to 40. So Pilate, so Pilate entered his headquarters again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? And, and Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord, or, or, did others, or did others say it to you about me? And Pilate answered, Pilate answered, well, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you over to me. What, what, what have you done? And Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from this world. Then Pilate said to him, so, so you are a king? And Jesus answered, You say that I'm a king. For this purpose I was born. And for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. 
everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. And Pilate said to him, What is truth? And after he had said this, he he went back outside to the Jews and told them, I I find no guilt in him, but but you have a custom that I should release one man for you at the Passover. So do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. I mean, just picture this moment. Think of this and, and just realize this this is a personal interaction between Jesus and Pilate. Jesus is, is in the governor's like headquarters. The, the Jewish leaders are on the outside. Pilate enters in in verse 33. So just, just picture in your minds what this would look like. Picture just Pilate before Jesus asking him these questions. And, and, and look, at, look at the questions that Pilate asks. Verse 33, are you the king of the Jews? Verse 35, what have you done? Verse 38, what, what is the truth? I mean, these are crucial questions that need to be answered. These are questions that the world is asking themselves and asking the church. Do we have a response? And are we not only, only able to say it, but are we living it out in our lives? I mean, I mean church, this is, this is a moment for us to step in. This is a moment for us to be able to have responses, to be able to have um, just answers to, to some of these people's questions that they're, that they're having. Let's just kind of go through these questions. Let's, let's get to know the king. Let, let, let's know the king. Is Jesus the king? That's the first question that Pilate is asking. Look at how Jesus responds. Verse 36, my kingdom, my kingdom. Jesus is clear. He's king. He's king of his kingdom. Verse 37, you say that I'm a king. For this purpose, I was born. I mean, mean, Jesus doesn't hesitate. He makes it incredibly clear. Yes, I am king. And here's what I love. Is Jesus clear to say, look, my kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is greater. My, my, my kingdom goes beyond this world. What, what I love about this and what I love about Jesus coming is when Jesus first came on the scene in Mark chapter 1, if you go to it, verse 14 to 15, it says this, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. As Jesus came on the scene, Jesus is saying, listen, my kingdom is here. Now, now what Jesus is saying is that the kingdom of God is here. It's already here, and yet not yet in its fullness. There's more to it. His kingdom is now and not yet. His kingdom is established. His kingdom, in, in the book of Revelations, if we read that, His kingdom is beautiful. His kingdom is pure grace, forgiveness, there's this peace, there's this joy in his kingdom. His his kingdom is is going to be part of this huge family reunion where where every follower of Jesus Christ is going to come together around the throne praising Jesus, praising the Father, praising God. His kingdom is eternal. There's no end. 
And his kingdom is personal. In Revelation, it says there's no more suffering. There's no more pain. There's no more death. He wipes every tear from our eyes. Jesus is the king. The question is, is he your king? And I think the challenge for the church, the challenge for us as followers of Jesus, is it just a statement that we make? Yeah, Jesus is my king. Or do we live that out in our everyday life? Are you letting him reign in your life in every moment over every anxiety, in every situation that you face? Is Jesus your king? And here's the second question. Pilate asks, what have you done? So, so we have to ask, right? The world is asking, what has Jesus done? What, what makes Jesus unique? What, what, what's the difference? Look at verse, 30, verse, verse 38. Pilate declares to the, Jewish, to the religious Jewish leaders, he says, I have found no guilt in him. This has got to be clear. Jesus was perfect. He was innocent. He didn't do anything wrong. He never sinned. And yet, yet he loved us so much that he willingly went to the cross and he laid down his life for you and for me. He died on that cross so that he could take our place, so that we could have forgiveness, so that his death would be our death. And three days later, Jesus rose from the grave. If you just want to get clear focus on what Jesus has done, he's lived. He lives. He died on that cross. He rose from the grave. And He lives today. Do you believe in what Jesus Christ has done for you? Do you believe in what He has done? And then here's the last question. Pilate asks, what's the truth? I mean, I mean is it true? <laughs> Jesus, what are you saying? Verse 37. Jesus is clear. Let's just look at it again together. Pilate said to him, so you are a king. And Jesus answered, for you say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born and for this purpose I have come into the world. Listen to this right here. To bear witness to the truth. And everyone who is of truth listens to my voice. Why did Jesus come? To bear witness to the truth. If you want truth, if you want to know what is true, Seek after Jesus. In John chapter 14, Jesus is interacting with his disciples. This is just a couple of chapters earlier in the book of John. And Jesus is interacting with his disciples and Jesus is talking about death and that his death is near. And the disciples are asking questions. And Thomas, in John chapter 14, verse 5, Thomas asks, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How, how can we know the way? And, and Jesus says this, I am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the truth. If you want to know truth, get to know Jesus. Jesus has come. He walked this earth. He healed people. He laughed with people. He taught with authority like no one, no one else. Je Jesus, Jesus did the miraculous. He, he made the blind see, the deaf hear. Jesus healed the sick. He, he, he made the crippled walk. I mean, one of the most powerful stories, Jesus even showed that he had power over death by resurrecting Lazarus from the dead. This is what Jesus has done. This is, 
This is the truth. This is how we know Jesus is the truth by what he has done, by how he lived, by the way that he did it. Will you believe that Jesus is who he said he is? Will you believe in the truth? On this journey of life, in these situations where it seems out of control, know the king. Jesus is in control. And Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. Jesus is the king. A couple weeks ago, I was at a restaurant and I uh, sat down and I was trying to get some work done and watching some, some basketball games that were going on. And a guy sat, sat down next to me and we ended up having these, this conversation. And uh, he just kind of sh- started sharing his life with me. He was in a major fight with his, with his girlfriend and, and, uh, and I tried to kind of work that through with him a little bit. And, and uh, we just kept talking. He just kind of kept sharing his heart. He, he had... Uh, he had grown up kind of in the church, uh, and then after college, he went into the military. And when he was in the midst of the military, he just really kind of walked away from the Lord, kind of walked away from the church. Just was really struggling in life, and and uh, then he went through um, three marriages. He went through three divorces, and uh, he was just struggling. And and I just said to him, I said, "Listen, man, like, oh, man, I feel you. I'm sorry you've gone through all this stuff. You, you just got to keep seeking Jesus." And, and he said, he said, Ron, he said, like, I've done this whole church thing. You know, I, I've, I've seen all these things. I've experienced all this life. I've made so many mistakes. Like, like he, he just kept asking me, like, how do I know that it's true? Like, I've heard about it. Like, I've heard all these different things. I'm, I'm into science and I've, I've tried to look at creation. Like, he, you know, he's like, I've tried to investigate all these kinds of things. And he kept throwing out, you know, all these questions. And, and at the end of the day, he was just like, Ron, how do I know it's true? And I just looked at him in the eye and I said, listen, you've got to seek Jesus. If you want to know what truth is, seek Jesus. For he has come and he lived. There's, there's truth. We see it, not only in the Bible, but in outside. Like we know Jesus lived. We know that he died on the cross. We know that he rose from the grave. Seek Jesus. Know the king on this journey, this journey of life where the, the circumstances and the world and our families are in the midst of crisis, where life seems out of control. Know the king. Know the king. Know Jesus. Because Jesus is the king. Jesus is in control. And Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. Seek his face. And all we can do. Lift church, seek his face, and all that we do. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, praying for you. Keep praying for us. Let's pray for our neighbors. Let's engage. Let's let this truth that we know become part of the way that we live. Let's live out in the truth in the everyday. Lift church, like be safe, be wise. And let's love our neighbors. Let's love people and keep serving our community to the best of our ability. And not only proclaiming that Jesus is King, but living it out in our lives.